Do you want to go spoon? <sighs> I don't want to be your second spoon. Wow. Chicken and waffles? Wow, Craig. Wow, Craig, that's too wow. far. Everything we set up till now is okay. Well, kick us off, Craig. What were you thinking in the All bathroom? Alright, so I was thinking in the bathroom. So I walked up to the men's bathroom. Uh, as I was walking up, there was a sign that said, Bathroom closed for maintenance. The door was open. So I was like, okay, there's either going to be a man or a woman cleaning the bathroom. And I was hoping it would be a man so I could pee because, like, I guess you don't really pee in the same room as women. Like, if we can take a poll, like, <laughs> this bathroom I'm a little right drunk. Here. I'm a little drunk. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, so I can all of it. us have probably peed in the same room as men many, many, like hundreds of times because sure. we go to men's rooms. That's so gay. But how many times do you pee in the same room as a woman? Not did, very often. Yeah. Did you but I mean, the woman's not going to see my junk. I'm standing at the euro. There's no reason I couldn't pee in the bathroom. Did you ask her to take your pole? She, no, it was a dude in there. Oh. Uh, so you asked him oh, to take oh. your pole. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So we should just like this is part of of sexism and the fem feminists. This is an idea for you. We should just have fucking <laughs> listen up, ladies. We should just have unisex bathrooms. Listen to this Why do man's advice. <laughs> yeah, for your movement. Fucking right. Like Ali McBeal, unisex bathrooms. Like Ali McBeal, they never... had that on Ali McBeal. Why should we have to suffer for the amount of take day time they take to date the dunked off? Yeah. Yeah. That's and women's true. bathrooms are yeah. typically worse than men's bathrooms. That is weird though, right? Like, do you think they could do sexual just, discrimination lawsuits if, like, a woman was in the men's bathroom and, like, she feels like she needs like to use dick in her face? Like, but, it, you know, like... But you can't hire two janitors, right? For right. All, everything in the world. And the other thing is, like, you need to basically assume that everybody else has, uh, like, some sort of level of sexual maturity or, like... That's not true, too. What yeah. about Starship Troopers? About it. Oh, they were showering together. Yeah. 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 That's the, the army. That's no, that happened. That's the now. space army. That's also the future. Yeah, it's the future in the space army. I guess though, if they had a woman, well, I was going to say bartender. <laughs> they had a woman janitor <laughs> over there, and then she'd probably just have to close the door, right? Say out of order, cleaning. Come or I'd walk in and see a woman and be like, oh, I guess I'll wait. Get aroused. But here's the thought: like, get aroused. It is a gender line because you know we pee with gay dudes all the time. Mm. That's true. You know, and so that's not a thing, right? Yeah. I think there are a lot of gay rapists, though. Like, are there a lot of bathroom gay rapes? I don't know there was some. I yeah. think it's classified yeah, as rape. Michelle Park. Oh, right. There was a like huge 91. thing. Yeah. Gay rape. I like it. <laughs> is, that, is that your hardcore band? I like yeah. it. I think if I was a if I was like a, a lady who worked as a janitor and I had to clean the men's bathroom, every time a man come in, came in, I would just wag my finger and go, "No raping, no raping me, ayo." Gay rape should be the name of your coffee shop. Yeah, you, you can wag your finger to everyone walks through the door. No raping. Gosh. Well, I'll just do that. I don't have to call it anything about rape. I'll just should we? Uh, yeah, that's true. You could shorten it. Just call it rape. Yeah. Yeah. You'd know what it meant. Should we uh, introduce the show officially? Yes. So this Final will be countdown. episode 156. 56? I think so. Something like that. I, I have some leftovers that I gotta organize yet. All right. So it could be 58. Who knows? And I still have uh, like like the three episodes chase. that we did before yeah. I left. I think I'm gonna put them all out together as a 90 minute super spectacular. But uh, 
But yeah, this is my return and Joel's exit. You're just yeah. about to leave. I'm just about to leave, so yeah. Get out of here! Get the <laughs> fuck out, Joel! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome yeah, back. I'm, I'm going to <laughs> Calgary. one for the other. But one other Keith is going to be in Calgary at the same time, so That's we'll see if we can get up to some recorded shenanigans. That's true. Oh, That's maybe true. you guys yeah. will blow each other at the West End. Maybe we will. That's not <laughs> in roller Calgary, coaster. I'm not sure. actually, except when I'm at the airport, I'm not going to be spending any time in that hellhole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be more in Canmore if you yeah. want to see me yeah, just the, up in the mountains. Yeah, you know, they, they, released, might happen. they released the 2012 Top Cities in the World. Calgary's still top five. Seems crazy. I've never been there, but yeah, I don't it know. seems like a shithole. Mm. Yeah, it's a fine place. You always diss it when the microphone's off. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I diss it for yeah. other reasons. I, I diss it for reasons that is why I live in Toronto. So, so how long are you going to be gone for? Uh, two weeks. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. That's almost yeah. as long as McNally was gone. Yeah. Almost. Why did I even come home? <laughs> Holy balls. Know, yeah. Two weeks and uh, yeah. So that would have been the exact time you were supposed to come home. That's Could true. So at least I came home early and got to see Joel's exactly. beautiful face. Oh, yeah. shucks. It was worth it. I mean, yes. what if he dies? I'll be so glad I came home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, that's... Get raped by a bull in a rodeo. That 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 is a hazard in Calgary. It's it that. Is, yeah. and, um, broke back. The roving rodeos? And, <laughs> you know, rodeo yeah. clowns don't need a work permit in Canada? What? Is that true? Yeah, because it's most of retards. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's like, because uh, clowns don't need them and rodeo performers don't need them. So I'm doing an intersection here, but I think that probably ha- holds. Hmm. I don't I, think a rodeo clown is either of those, though. Well, it's wait, both. Yes. <laughs> Come on. They obviously. do have makeup on, but I don't think they're clowning. What do they do? Are they the guys that just distract bulls and get yeah. them? They're not just shitty cowboys that are called clowns. They're uh, probably that's how they started. They're actually, uh, as far as I'm aware, they're probably the toughest motherfuckers on the planet. Oh yeah, no doubt. Because they basically taunt a bull into attacking them, <laughs> and they do it well wearing makeup. What an amazing you know? fucking world, right? That there's a job for them. They're not yeah. just crazy. Like I love taunting bulls. Actually, <laughs> well, do something. And this is it. the thing: is like you know, like every time, like you're like, oh, should I should I work at a coffee shop? There's always rodeo clowning. It's yeah. always it's always a career that you could do in Calgary. In Calgary, well, I mean, yeah. you have to go location specific. Yeah. But uh, you know, you just are you good at running away from things? That has to be a sex thing. Yeah. Rodeo oh, clowning? It's gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh, well, like, what would rodeo like, clowning uh, be? Let's figure that out. Well, taunting a bull dike. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> And say no more. I mean, plays oh, itself dude. out after that. Last but. night, I totally rodeo clowned this girl. <laughs> yeah. I had taunting a bull dike. And then she charges at you. <laughs> yeah. And then what? <laughs> and you have to ju- dodge out of the way and get behind her and mount her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man, this is not legal at all. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, let's address the bull dike in the room. Keith McNally, you're back from New York early. Yeah. Was guy. the Empire State Building too vomitous to look at that you had to leave? Brad was there for a couple days. He came over the weekend and bought, like, every piece of uh, Empire State Building <laughs> merchandise that exists. Because he loves the song, right? Do all the em- do all the uh, trashkis from that building, like, play that song? Empire wait, wait, State? Wait. I bought five <laughs> pieces of Empire and State Building And only one of them was misspelled. <laughs> So that's pretty good. There was America. that. Yeah, yeah. Could yeah. be a lot worse. Yeah, that was, was made in bad. America? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it was, was the, it was the uh, label on the back of the watch. It was just, there was something. 
Maybe Typo. it's like a licensing issue. Like they couldn't have it be the official Empire State watch. Is no. a no M dash Pyre State? It was a missing <laughs> apostrophe, actually. Is so, New York yeah. State known as the Empire State? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. its name. They all have different names. Mm -hmm. I, I like the Garden State. Right. I don't know the rest of them. I think the Sunshine State maybe is yeah, California. California. Yeah. Florida. Steers oh, Florida. and Queers is a Texas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Live free or die. It's like uh, those crazy ones. Mm -hmm. I Land of a Thousand sure. Lakes is New Minnesota. Hampshire. Uh, Mormon, Mormon country is uh, Utah. Utah. Yeah, the Empire State is a pretty good one. It's pretty badass. Uh, it's a yeah. good name. I don't mind that. Just the song. Cause, yeah. yeah, I hate that song. Keys, right? It's the worst. Uh, the did did the streets Montana? inspire you while you were there? Who cares? Uh, what, the British no. band? Or is this no, 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 that's what it was. Shitty. I mean, it's the oh, cares State. cares <laughs> State, Montana. <laughs> yeah, no, my overall opinions of all things down south haven't really changed at all. If anything, I guess they all just kind of solidified a little. Like, just... American weirdness, you know, they're just kind of isolated inability to understand anything outside of themselves. It's actually much worse than I thought, like way worse. Like you, like if anytime I tried to explain like, well, things just aren't like that in Canada. They're like, yeah, they are. Everything's the same everywhere. No one's better than us at anything. Like it's just, right. it's crazy. It's just mind numbing. You heard that show, right, Craig, that I was on where it's just the mm -hmm. first time I was on when I got down there. Oh yeah. I was talking about America and they just like, oh. It would not I give got, me an inch. so frustrated. I've never been so frustrated at Keith and Honda in my entire life listening to that show. It's brutal. It's it's a shame too. This is where I feel bad. Is that like uh, if you really boil down like what uh, Keith thinks about America, Keith Malley, it's pretty similar to what I think. It's just that he still proud of it. Well, he has to rep the home team. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like like uh, who was I saying this to? Maybe it was you, Craig. That it like, reminds me of if someone is in like a terrible relationship and they're trying to pretend that it's okay and it's like hey it's not my girlfriend man i don't have to pretend this bitch is all right that's yeah. what america's like it's like right. i don't have to pretend this shit makes sense you do but i don't so it's like sad because like keith malley and uh, john f o'donnell who's on the show sometimes they were talking about how like the lines are getting drawn like america's just getting more and more crazy where there's the half that is against gay marriage and like this whole chick-fil-a thing if you guys heard about yeah. that where oh, yeah this, What's this? It's Chick, uh, fish sandwiches against uh, gays. <laughs> oh, it's this chicken place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they've yeah. always closed on Sunday because they're so religious, but now they're openly supporting organizations that are against gay marriage. Jim Thomas likes Well, it was just like right, the president, right. wasn't it? Yeah, he came out and said he doesn't yeah. support gay marriage. Yeah, like this, so basically things are getting more and more crazy. Like, it really is getting harder to ignore the side of America that's just batshit crazy. So they're talking about, like, we're in a cultural war, you know, like... It's like kind of north and south almost again, or like coasts versus the center. Like we got to show that America is not crazy and not insane and there's sensible people here. And I feel bad for them because those lines already got drawn and they're on the other side. We left them yeah. behind, you know? Yeah. The war is yeah. They're the ones who want to keep using the inches and feet and miles too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like all of, all of the rest of the developed world is like, whatever, guys, do whatever you want. But like, we're kind of just like done with them. Well, but they're I, stuck there. They have to pretend they can fix it, but they can't fix it. Well, I think I think the the, I mean, if I was to boil it down, it's just it's it's essentially religion. Like, right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the religious hold on that country is crazy, and that's you know like and it's not like we don't have religious right here in Canada. It's just not... You have to realize yeah, your religion's them. retarded sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, if you're using religion as a backup for, like, gay people can't be married, like, can you not step back from your religion for a second and look at the planet and and human rights and see that that's fucking retarded? Uh, no, that's because that's what religion's about. Exactly. Being retarded. And in some ways, like, I find uh, American hard-headedness kind of admirable. I mean, they did build their whole country and break away from England and do all this cool, crazy shit. 
But after a while, like, does everything have to be a giant debate? Can't they ever just be progressive once ever without yeah. it being a huge 20-year battle? There's too many people there. Yeah, so, I mean, no, they can't. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I'm sure we, we have people here who probably think, like, those fucking retard Americans. Sure. And I don't mean that. I don't say that meaning all <laughs> they're of them. No, they're, they're I, say I say that every last yeah. one. <laughs> the uh, my name is Craig, and I meant all Americans. The further north you go in Canada... <laughs> I like inches and feet. They're convenient units. <laughs> the further further north you go in Canada, it's like going further south in the States. Yeah, the further yeah, yeah. away from that sort of but like elevated the Canadian border. population of that is so much smaller than the Canadian, or True. Than the American population of retards. True. But that Tim, like, we can just ignore them in Canada. Timmins is still a scary place though. And yeah, even that, it's isolated. Even that I feel bad. Like there's this guy Lucas that they know who's from the south. He's like the nicest, most on the ball, smartest dude. And he's like, yeah man, everyone like it's, you know, just gets, they just kick us around all the time for being in the South, and it's like, yeah, I, I kind of do that too, sorry. <laughs> like, it's hard not to, right? Yeah. Like, the South just seems so, always wrong. so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, sure, you get occasional ones that aren't like him, but it's like, I'm just glad you moved North, buddy, like, sorry. And then I kind of look that way about America as a whole, like, there's a bunch of them that are fine, but as a mass, it's nice to think it'll change, but it's not gonna change. Too many yeah. wrong-thinking people for it to change. So yeah, so that kind of solidified. And then New York City itself, I mean, you know, I'm too hard on it, but I'm really only so hard on it because they say it's the best. And man, that bugs me hard. Yeah. It's it's number 56. They did a list. We're number five. Vancouver's number four or whatever. No, maybe we're four. Vancouver's three. You know, they, they fucking, they made the list whatever. and it's Canada, number 56. Yeah. Canada garbage. three in the top five cities. Right? Yeah. Well, see, even that, that's where I tried to see their side. Not very hard, but I try a little, right? If I was from the States, like I think a Danny Hatch who lives down there is from Oklahoma. So he's in New York. And it's like if I was him, so I'm American and it's hard to leave America, yeah, I'd live in, in New York. Where else are you going to move? You know, well, like it's, it's yeah, New York's true. probably a lot fucking cooler than, yeah, Texas or well, whatever. Or you could go fuck. to Chicago or Oklahoma. Boston, but why not New York? San Francisco or, yeah, but, but they're all. East or West Coast, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Whereas, like, I really do have this whole extra little, like, like we're the first class of North America, you know. Well, we're... the same is true in Canada, though. Really, like if you if you're from like you know some shitty place in like the middle of nowhere, Ontario or Saskatchewan, you're gonna move to Vancouver, or Toronto, or Montreal, or heaven help us, Calgary. Calgary. <laughs> right. Yeah, and maybe Halifax if you're feeling adventurous. Absolutely, but I mean, it's the only place to have like any kind of normal civilized conversation is in one of these Toronto-like cities or New York or San Francisco. Right. The middle of nowhere anywhere is That's usually true. pretty brutal. And really religious because they're uneducated. Fuck them. <laughs> So, yeah, that's where I try to, like, that's with the New York thing. If I was American, there's a very good chance I would live there. Because, yeah, like, what, what's second best? Boston's you know, pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, but... I know you put down Chicago. I think I could probably live in Chicago. Fuck Chicago. Yeah, it's all John Yuzi and shit. I think it'd be all right. Yeah. Man. I hear there are a lot of niggers there, though. Yeah, there are. Sure. One of those niggers in Chicago held a gun to my head. I don't like that place. Really? really? Yeah, it's not cool. Never go, that story. Time. What? Story go. time, go. Well, me and my friend were hitchhiking across the states, and uh, we got a bus ticket for part of the way. Yeah, I know. And so we were we were in Chicago, and we were trying to get on our for when bus you ticket. when you quantum leap back into your own life. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway my buddy my buddy Chris, he uh, was standing outside having a cigarette, and this guy asked him if he wanted to uh, buy some mushrooms for the trip, and so Chris said yeah, and he was going to the ATM to get the guy some mushrooms and then a cop car drove by and gave him a look like it was scripted 
and the guy panicked and pulled this package out of his sock. It was foil wrapped in paper and more foil and he gave it to Chris and said, hold this. It's peyote, whatever you do, don't fucking open it. Like, they're watching me. I'm just gonna run across there and grab it. Like, we have to split up for a second. It all happened so quick that Chris just let it happen. He waited like 40 minutes for the guy, never came back. So Chris went into the bathroom of the bus station, opened it up and it was just an empty package. He totally got scammed <laughs> and the guy took his money and took off. Right. Because of this whole thing, we ended up missing our bus. And so we had to sleep in the Chicago terminal just like one eye open waiting for the next bus in the morning. Just before that bus happened, I found a guy who wanted to sell us some pot. And, and under these trying times? And under these trying times, it seemed fairly reasonable. So he goes into the bathroom and I'm paranoid and I follow him and stand out of the bathroom. I look inside, he's in the stall with his buddy. I figure it's all going kosher. Get back out, he comes, he gives us the bag of weed open it up and it's fake you can tell right away that it's fake and You're just Chris, like again sure just american again. weed no it was it was fake it was like oregano or something yeah. so my buddy chris who's a rather big dude grabs the guy by the scruff of the neck and said this is the second time we've been ripped off in under 12 just hours trying to get high city. man give us our money back or i'm gonna beat you to a pulp and the guy says like all oh, my buddy left already my buddy left already so chris ends up making him march to his friend and oh, we follow fuck. him away from the bus station into the Muhammad Ali projects. Oh, this is courtyard after courtyard after courtyard <laughs> where they all look the same. We uh, actually got to a place where there was these guys warming themselves over a bonfire in a garbage can. Oh man. And this Sounds old lady holding like a shopping cart full of things. And the one guy said, my buddy lives up in this tower. I'm going to go like get the money from you white boys wait here. Oh, and at this no. point, oh, no, Keith. Oh, no. at this point, we're all scared and weirded out. So we just wait there for no. him. <laughs> That's not what you do when you're scared and weirded out. Well, three strikes here. While we're standing there waiting, uh, this group of like the three black guys that were eyeing us, the one guy sort of lifts his like wife beater up to show us that it is a piece. And they march over to us, and the one guy pulls his piece out, and he holds it sort of down a little bit, and his says, "His penis, you mean, right?" Uh, yeah, his penis. His <laughs> penis. He holds his dick out, and he's like, "Oh, you boys look a little lost. Can we help you find something. You got any money you can lend me? Like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you lend me some money?" And the one guy holds his gun, and he points it right oh, at my man. forehead. And then this guy, I'll never forget his name. He was Slim. He was a darker-skinned black I'm man. I'm sure that was his real name, That's what he called yeah. himself. Christian name, right? yeah. But Slim puts his hand on top of the gun, lowers it down, and says, let me talk with these white boys for a sec. And he pulls us aside, and we step a little bit away from his friends. He's like, are you guys fucking crazy? <laughs> what the hell are you doing in the middle of the projects? Like, you need to leave now. And we're like, we're sorry, we're waiting on our buddy Lawrence, and he said he's coming back with the money. He's like, Lawrence is already high by now, and he ain't coming back. You really want to wait here for him? We're like, no. It's like, okay, let me help you get out of the projects and get you back to the bus station, but I need to rob you. <laughs> if I don't take a little bit of money from you, my friends are going to ride my ass about this all day. How much can you afford to give me without it fucking over your trip? And they're like, any more than 20 bucks and we we'll, won't be able to make it out to San Francisco. She's like, all right, just give me the $20 and I'll walk you out. And he walks us back to the bus station. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty interesting. Yeah, he was a decent guy and I can understand him not wanting to have his friends make fun of him. Yeah. You know, like, yeah.
That story really Shame just, on him for being decent. But yeah, the, yeah. Big, the last mistake was letting Lawrence out of your sight. I think <laughs> the uh, pinnacle yeah. of wisdom is just, I think it's just the color line. You know, in Canada, everybody can buy drugs off of everybody and yeah. you don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, I bought drugs off of Grandma's from priests. No, seriously, it's everywhere. But in the States, if you're a white guy standing at the bus station, you shouldn't try to buy drugs off of a black no. dude. And it really is, it is like, it does, it's just kind of a different thing where uh, I shaved my head when I lived out there, like just shaved it all the way down. And uh, and that girl I was dating lived in Bushwick, Brooklyn, where like right next to the neighborhood Biggie Smalls was from and all that shit. And she's just like, what are you doing? Like, you can't walk around like that with your head bicked. I didn't even know what she meant by bicked, but like, Not bicked crazy. Right there all yeah, the way yeah, down. Yeah, sure. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that wouldn't be weird in Canada. I wouldn't even think twice about it. And then... The one time I was in that neighborhood before my hair grew back, I was like, this is fucked up. They're going to think I'm some shitty racist. Like, yeah. It's just a different whole vibe than we have. And but like I'm glad American, you're all right, uh, man. That's fucking yeah, insane. Uh, American crap. History X were like, isn't there a scene where someone shaves their head and it's like their big like welcoming to the Nazi club? I, I, I don't like, know. That's all it takes yeah, to be no. seen like that down there, I guess. Yeah, like it just, I can't imagine it being feeling like that here, even if you're just where any any part of Toronto, you'd still just be like, it's just a bald We should do a little here. video short when you want to cut your hair. It'll be called Canadian History X. <laughs> and, should, and there's this big opening scene, black and white, where you're bicking with a straight razor, your head like in the mirror, and it's all shaved. And you like walk out, you got your wife beater on, and you like come out, you put on some hip hop music, and sit down in a room with all your black friends and say, like, oh, what's on Netflix? <laughs> yeah. And then the short's over. <laughs> First, we need some black friends. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, we'll work. I, on got, that. I got some black friends. I'm a DJ. Come on. Maybe that's why there's no racism in Canada. There's no black people. They are. They're, they're just are. confined to their areas of crime. Mm. <laughs> wow. Fucking Jane and Finch. Jesus Ooh. Christ, the whole time I was in the States, every fucking two days there's a shooting in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I keep seeing Jane and yeah, Finch yeah. on Twitter. Jane and Finch. I'm like, don't move to Jane and yeah. Finch. The sad what thing the about Jane and Finch place. is Jane and Finch has been a problem area for like fucking 40 oh, yeah. years. Forever, yeah. Man, when like, me and Mike were moving to Toronto to get a place together, like we looked at a place at Jane and Finch and it was not a pleasant experience at all. There was yeah. like, the, the guy who showed you the place was black and he's like, now I gotta rob you. <laughs> no, it's all it's all black. How much moment. rent could you afford? <laughs> yeah. is, is Jane and Finch up by where we used to buy drugs off that Jewess? Jewess? <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Sarah. Is she Jewish? Yeah. No, that's Scarborough. Uh, Jane and Finch is like west north. Yeah, northwest oh, okay, side. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's funny uh, cause near Yorkdale Mall. Whereas yeah. the the bottom part of Jane is real nice. Yeah, you didn't know, know. You didn't know she was a Jewess. I did not know that, but. Uh, me and I thought they were like supposed with, to identify themselves at all times. Yeah, with their stars. They didn't have the star on. <laughs> Never seen the star David necklace. Tricky. But I, me and Michael like went to this place and it was dirty as hell and we're like, ah, oh, the landlord already like, she's already expecting us. Like we should at least check it out and be courteous. But man, we got in the elevator to go up and see the apartment and the elevator door shut and in front of us just like spray painted or written with a sharpie or whatever on the back of the elevator doors was bloods. It's just like, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst too, right? Because you can't even take any of this like violence that goes on in Toronto seriously. Like at least if it was in like fucking South Central LA, it's like about something. It's weird, maybe. Even, but this is just even like, when people are being killed, it just seems stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, it but just it, seems like, it's seems like they're playing at being in a gang or some shit. Well, that's the other thing is like it seems to only like you don't hear about murders in Toronto that happen randomly very often. Yeah. Like, and it's usually like a fucking crazy person has you got a knife and has been let loose on the subway kind of thing, right? Yeah. But like gun gun violence, you only hear about that shit in like 
areas like Jane and Finch because it's just everybody's trying to be hard. Everybody's trying to be a little fucking gangster. I'm not trying so to be to, hard. To get back to what Keith was saying for a nice. second um, about how they're playing like they're Bogus. in a gang. From anything that I've seen, granted from movies and TVs and documentaries, you know, whether it be City of God or things about like, you know, the whole West Coast thing, like the Bloods and Crips, it always seems to start off with kids playing there in a gang. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, it just starts escalating, but it's really just posturing between young people. Well, it's funny too, there's a documentary, I can't think of what it's called, but it's on Netflix. It's by, uh, that's why I hate young people. What's his name? Uh, Stacy Peralta, the skateboarder. Yeah. Who uh, does documentaries now, and they really just tried to boil it down, like as far as they could. Like, where did this all start? And it just—it was nothing. It just started at about nothing. And <laughs> just like these two groups kind of got in a fight, and just it went on for thirty years. It's just crazy. Like that uh, Dave Chappelle sketch, where it's just like somebody stepped on someone's shoe in a convenience store. <laughs> yeah. Right. I actually served a guy at my restaurant who was uh, a Glasgow Rangers supporter. Yeah. And I went up to him and found out that he was Scottish and started talking about football. And, you know, the question came up, you know, do you support Rangers or Celtic? And that's like two fucking gangs, the supporters, like in Glasgow. And I mentioned that I supported Celtic. And this guy, he lifts up his shirt. <laughs> He's got like 30 fucking tattoos for Rangers. And he starts getting really intense. But, like, He's a cool guy, and I apologize, and it's a bit awkward or whatever. But uh, yeah, he talked about having gone to jail. For, oh like, yeah, the, fighting the, like the other fucking supporters and whatnot. Football firms are—that's exactly yeah. They the are. old firm is insane. Yeah, well, and it's—it's it's weird because it's—it's it's exactly like it's still based around drug sales. It's still based around all yeah. this shit, but it's really instead of putting on a fucking blue or red bandana, you put on you put on team. a football jersey instead. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's bonkers. He was actually a decent guy, though, despite all that. Uh, they had some problems where there was, like, tax evasion, and their team has been, like, kicked out of, like, the main division. And his daughter started crying about it when they were talking about it, because they're pretty fucking intense. And he just puts his hand on the young girl's shoulder and says, like, Oh, it's okay, love. Stealing's wrong. <laughs> you got to know that stealing's wrong. <laughs> That's funny. It's just weird too, like, it seems like fighting culture is different over there. Like, I was talking to this chick way back when I first moved to Vancouver, who was from Ireland, and she was telling me all these stories about, like, her boyfriend and the fucking fights he would get in, and just, like, two inches of blood on the fucking pub floor, and, like, that wasn't that weird. Like, they just go out to fight. And yeah. I guess if you're gonna do that, why not slap a fucking Yeah, I wonder if that's logo away from, like, the main sort of parts of the city in the same way we're talking northern Ontario or like down south in the states it's more hickey more rednecky yeah I don't know I wonder if that's the fighting poor (laughs) religious culture I I assume in London they're all just dandies with their little stopwatches and stuff right yeah yeah. (laughs) oh goodness me (laughs) that's that's what they say that's their thing (laughs) heavens to Murgatroyd (laughs) Murgatroyd but getting back to it yeah so the New York thing like you know I don't I don't know I just I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. I'm gonna regret or anything. You but, know? but, but you have I mean, a backlog of things you could say that you would. Yeah, but I mean, it's not new. Like, yeah. I mean, I've had yeah. my my problems with the whole Keith and the girl thing for years. Like, when you really go back to it, it was 2008 when I moved there. Like, I didn't know them that well before then. I did Keith stand up contest a couple times, and I met them here and there, and I listened to the show. And then when I moved down there. It didn't take long to realize that it's just a very tense environment for me, very kind of stressful. Your life just feels weird when you're on that show. Like, it gets kind of warped and manipulated to fit into the show. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of reminds me of how people would talk about Steve Jobs and his like reality distortion field. Like he kind of saw things not necessarily how they really were, but he was so forceful about it that he could make you believe it or whatever and like push his way of seeing things through. And Keith from Keith and the Girl is kind of like that. Like when he'll tell a story of something that happened the day before, like it's just the things he accentuates or the things he remembers are just different than what I do. And yeah. it gives everything this little spin that makes it exciting. But but when it's about you, it's very frustrating sometimes because it's like, I don't really think that's right or that's true or that's really how things were. But small price of entry, right? I mean, like sure. it, so many good things have come out of that show. The reason I know you guys, like yeah. not Brad, but yeah. everyone else is indirectly because of that show. So I'm like, that's ah, cool. You know, like that's just that's how it works. It was a part of your life. And- yeah. And uh, and I mean, but I did burn out pretty fast. Like I was going to do a documentary about them in like 2008. And I just realized, like, I don't think I'm the man to do this because I'm not really fitting in. And I, I really don't have a thick enough skin to be on the big show like that and to be fucking dissected by people. I kept slogging through it, but I mean, I always knew ultimately I just am not the right kind of guy for that whole thing. So, uh, and I would have moved away sooner except I was dating Ian, so I stayed longer. But then I basically was away, you know? Like, I'd see them here and again and, you know, I kept my distance from the show. We're basically done, just long-distance friends. And it was mostly that, uh, this last April when I went and it was just super fun and great weekend and everyone was happy to see me and buy me drinks and chicks want to make out with me and stuff and then coming back to Toronto it was a really severe shift that time for whatever reason like I was just back here and I'm just sitting in my room working on a fucking novel or something and I'm just like man this is depressing like I don't really know why I'm here I don't have a job like compared to where I just was what the shit like on uh I've always said that, episode three, Toronto (laughs) Seidel, we were talking about it, like I just didn't know what I was doing. So then Hemda pitched me this idea, like, hey, come down to New York for a while, film us, and do that, do that documentary you never did, like, let's let's do this shit. And just because I didn't know what I was doing with myself, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's go back and into that whole world. And, uh, I mean, I guess I shouldn't have, because, like, I already know that, that I have a tough time there, and I just end up like you know button heads with them and like yeah, it's already something you had to escape yeah, yeah but you, sometimes yeah. you have to go back and see the girl after years apart just to remember that you don't love her anymore yeah, yeah <laughs> right. that's true or there's another idea that on April 5th they're recruiting or sorry April 15th they're recruiting and uh, when you get there your staff no I don't really know what you mean yeah, yeah. I, don't okay. think, I don't follow either no? No. No. yeah okay well then I think I know what you mean like, oh, like when you go to uh it's such a good time that you want to like be involved in that. Yeah, world. like when you yeah. first go to Scientology, it seems fun, and the next thing you know, you're in the salt, salt mines. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Uh, on the Sea Org. <laughs> salt mines. They have salt mines in Scientology now. <laughs> no, but I they do now. <laughs> it's coming. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's gonna leak that news. But it's not. It's not really like that though, because uh, delicious salt. Because like I don't think. See, like we're so different. My my way of living and just stuff is so different from Keith and Hemda's that they. Like, that's where it's just eventually I just had to pull up Anchor is, like, they don't think that it's tough the way they live. They don't really even see why Does New York put a shell on you? Not me. (laughs) It just... uh, But I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. But, yeah, it's just so... So, anyway, the other thing with being on that show is I always just... I'm not... I don't... I never really had any reason to be there. I'm not a comedian. I don't have any outside fame or anything you're not in show business yeah the only thing I could really bring to the show is like well I'll just try to be as honest as I can about my life and maybe that'll be interesting to people and that's what I respected about that show from the get go so I always tried to be that way but realistically it's not 
the best environment for that. <laughs> you know? No, no. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then what? What's happened is, you like you over the years, you've become this like crazy polarizing figure on keeping the girl work. Like people either love you or fucking hate you. And it makes sense because I don't think I would so much care for like Keith McNally who's on that show. He's kind of a fucking blowhard who hardly knows anything about the world but won't stop talking. Like I can understand it. Yeah. I would find it probably pretty annoying I think. Well I mean even listening to you on that show is like sometimes like sometimes I agree with you other times I'm just like (laughs) shut up. Stop. You're digging a hole. You know like. Yeah and that's what's weird too is then like afterward if someone tries to get in some kind of like forum fight or Twitter fight, I'm just like, I know, sorry, I know, <laughs> like yeah. you're right, sorry. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so yeah, like where it would go, like because I guess like a, I can't even think really of any other time I really, I mean I like I guess I just talked about stuff in my life, but it never seemed like that big a deal. It's like mm-hmm. oh maybe it's a little embarrassing or something. You just put your head down, you plow through it, whatever. But where I made a mistake <laughs> this time is we got real drunk like so drunk yeah that's the drunkest i've ever Um, heard you i cannot overemphasize how drunk we were it was me keith and kyle and we were mixing jaeger (laughs) and champagne together (laughs) calling it shager and drinking it like that was okay to do and it didn't taste taste like i i don't remember (laughs) 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 i don't remember most of that night and it wasn't a normal show it was the sideshow keith does for the vip people that pay money so Hemdo wasn't around to keep things on some kind of sane plane and it was just crazy it was just nonsense and you want to talk about like you know sometimes I'm not pleasant on that show <laughs> holy fuck yeah that wasn't pleasant no I mean that it really was if nothing else I certainly learned that A I shouldn't get that drunk but you can't blame it all on drunkenness like there is definitely something in me that's like really entitled and annoying and shitty that I should really take a look at and really try to sort out a little bit because it was just out of control. It was ridiculous. And the third lesson was don't mix Jager with champagne. <laughs> never. Never. I would say that's a lesson you Shager, sober you would never realize. Again. <laughs> you said you started to cry at one point? Yeah, well basically it got into you my brother. No. Okay. At the end of it. The rest of us have. Okay, I'm just going to spoil it for Keith. Um, what happens is at the end of it Keith Malley is like Okay, look, I have to rob you. <laughs> so I just have to rob your dick. For my listeners, can, they gotta respect can, me. Can you give me an emotional story that won't totally bankrupt you? <laughs> yeah, that's it was kind of like that. Where uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, well, we ended up talking about my brother who has got a lot of drug problems, and it's this basically I've been repressing it for twelve straight years. It's yeah. in this like you know, it's a it's a big problem in my family that I just never really dealt with. I just moved away, and. Uh, and yeah, I was real drunk. And uh, did yeah. he manipulate you into telling this story because of no, the alcohol? No. no, not at all. I mean, that's one thing is he really treated it like he unearthed all the secrets. Ah, we unearthed all the secrets of McNally, but it's nothing I wouldn't talk about anyway. It's just if we had been talking about it when I wasn't slam basted, <laughs> I think it would have worked out a lot better. Like I never bring it up, but if anybody ever wanted to talk about my brother, like I'm not going to be like, no, we don't talk about that. You know, like it's sucky, but it's not like I was hiding it. Yeah. But he he was really convinced that like, oh man, we did we broke through and we solved all your problems when all it did Shagger did it. (laughs) Yeah, oh and and at one point, this was the like the worst thing, was I don't even remember do you remember when I started yelling at Keith and Kyle what they were saying? Yeah. Yeah, holy fuck. What was it? I think they were talking about you trying to go to Al Anon -Anon, and you were like you you thought they were talking about Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, I was 
highly misinterpreting what they were saying yeah. because I was so drunk. And you were just so mad at them that you couldn't even hear what they were saying. And yeah. it was like, it was funny. It was, yeah. yeah. It really was just... Because uh, as soon as they were like, no alum on this for people with families of like drug addicts, you're like, oh, why do they call it alum on? That's a dumb name. It is a dumb name. It is why a very dumb name. Yeah, like, again, I mean, I was uh, barely being able to form coherent thoughts and connect things at this point but I really thought they were trying to say like I got to take my brother to uh, yeah. like an, an Arconics Anonymous right. Arconics Anonymous type thing and like we've already been down that path many times like I just knew that wasn't going to help and so it was and they wouldn't shut up they're such drunk dicks like that's the other thing Keith especially is I try to play out that scenario with any other mix of people even if I was that drunk like if it was me talking to myself or it was just me and Kyle talking or me or any of you guys it, it wouldn't have gotten to that point it's no, Keith no, Malley no. is a very caustic man <laughs> and really riles me up sometimes but it really was like I think probably uh, surely unless I blacked out at any of you <laughs> folks in the past I think Brad's the only one who's ever seen me just lose my temper at stuff but yeah, it was like yeah. when I was a kid you know when I yeah. like yep. Probably yep. all the way up till I was about 12 or 13. Like, it was always video games were, like, my my release where it's, like, I felt like it was okay to get mad at a video game because it wasn't a person. Right. But it really was just, like, like I just sort of step out of my own head and just yell. But to me, it's, like, weirdly calm, you know? It's just, like, like I'm just, I don't know what it was, but... It's releasing. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the but, word. But it's been, like, 20 years since that. And it's an emotional fight club. Yeah, but but it, it happened again, and oh man, it felt so bad to know that I still have that capacity. And it really was just like I just wanted them to leave me alone. I just wanted a moment to just be in my calm blue ocean. Well, why doesn't it feel good that while you know raging? You, you still yeah. you know that you still have that capacity, but you never go there. Why not take it as a good thing? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, and I immediately apologized and stuff to them. But but man, that was just like that. It got to that point at all. Like oh man, horrible. Like I just I felt very. Uh, so I felt very ashamed of that, especially like yelling at Kyle. That dude is nothing but a great dude, and like, I felt bad about that. But it really was just because like if I'm yelling, they can't talk. <laughs> you know, like that's all it is. It's a force field. It's like they just have to leave me alone. And and then the thing with my brother, like it kind of really made me realize I gotta stop just ignoring it. Like I don't know what yeah. to do about it, but I gotta do something. So this like shadowy depression monster that I've been burying for 12 years came and bashed me on the head. So basically, all around, very bad night. But then me and Kyle went and got Rubens at a 24-hour deli, and I smoothed it over with him. And the next day, I apologized to Keith, and it's like, all right, that was bad, but it's over now. And I didn't try to stop him from putting up the show, because that's just what the show is. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, that was crazy, but maybe someone will like it or identify with it some way. Like, if I've been honest this whole time, I'm not going to stop now. So even at that point, it's like, all right, that sucked, but I think it'll be okay. And uh, and then Brad came to visit as Keith, Keith was editing the show. But yeah, but but if I was particularly down on New York and particularly complainy that weekend, that's why I was in a bad place. Like at the start, but you know, like, and it really wasn't so out of character, no, right? No, 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 it wasn't. No, I, I I was expecting, if anything, worse, right? But you know. Right. Uh, but it was really easy to get to, you know, back and forth from Manhattan from your new location. So, you know, that just helps that, a lot, right? It really did. I could go to Manhattan, you know. Man, it, like, that's that's when I was further in this story when I'm struggling to leave. It's like, man, I am literally 20 minutes away from the Port Authority. $15 date change. I can just go home. <laughs> so easy to go home. Like, no work. But anyway, where, where it really started to get me down is I thought it would be clear that because 
I, you know, I mean, that it was a, a sensitive topic or whatever, and like I really did lose my shit way more than ever before. That, uh, you know, be nice about it or yeah. whatever. And Keith really just treated it just like any other thing on the show. Like it's this, oh, you gotta hear this. Listen to this crazy thing that happened, like this wacky sideshow. And like they made a little, cut a little trailer for it since it yeah. was VIP. Played the trailer twice back to back. Like, let's hear that again. Like, just just like well it, dude it, it, you're kicking me when i'm down here like what are you yeah. doing and well and then his reply to that was well you mean you've listened to the show for seven years you know what we do and it's like you know he's right i have listened for seven years i do know what this is all about and i know this is not the place to deal with any of this you know like that's really if you want to take it there i'm going home <laughs> you know i'm going yeah. home where people aren't going to be like a dick to me you know so here i am wow america so, so you are Fuck yeah i i yeah well because I mean, he doesn't, they don't, like the last three episodes they've talked about this and they do not get why you left. Yeah, I know. I sent Keith an email today and oh, this has got to kill him. Because I was like, you know, if you want to, you know, if you do really want to be my friend and stuff, like, don't, don't read be this on the show. Yeah. Just keep it between us and that's going to eat him up. He's going to be like, oh, I want to read this letter so bad. I almost feel bad for him because it would be an exciting letter to read, like yeah. me explaining all this to him and like, because well, he really doesn't get it. He really doesn't see how it was like... Why it? I guess he just didn't know. He didn't know that I was that shooken up by everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's a positive. Like he doesn't see it as as a big a deal as you do. Like, so I mean, yeah, if like, he's not seemed, judging you as harshly as you're judging yourself. It seemed like the entire like community was making like a big deal out of this. And when I listened, it was like, okay, he yelled at them like twice over two episodes. Like, wasn't that big of a deal? You were saying some ridiculous things, but I don't know. But the thing is too with his like with Keith not not getting it it's like yeah I get why he doesn't get it and I get that he's never gonna get it <laughs> you know like he's just different it, than me is just, it more forgivable that he doesn't get it as opposed to he gets it and he does it maliciously yeah like I really don't have anything like I don't really hold it against him but it just it reminds me of that story from Natural Born Killers like you knew I was a snake you know like I know right. how his show is I know how it's gonna be it's kind of my bad for bringing all this into it in the first place yeah and and I can't expect them to be any different about it, so I won't expect them to. I'll just just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so here I am, you know. Are you still doing the documentary? Yeah, I don't really want to. It's so much work, and uh, and, was, and that was the thing too. Is like my whole plan was uh, I was gonna stay to use their sweet laptop because my computer has a hard time with HD stuff. So when I got back, I was like, hey, Craig, can I just use your computer when you're at work? And he's like, oh, my computer's broken. I'm like, oh no, yeah. fuck, what am I gonna do now? But I'll figure it out. Oh, I don't know figure something out I'll get my computer fixed probably this weekend but it really is just such a crazy amount of work I'd be happy not to do it but I mean I don't want to see that's the other thing so I did leave quote-unquote early right because I was supposed to stay for two more weeks and film more shows but all I was doing was putting cameras on tripods like I was doing 20 minutes of work a day and I just felt bad every day for like two straight weeks while I was there and it's like I just cannot justify staying here to put cameras on tripods when I'm feeling this shitty about this whole situation like it's just not worth it like I'd have little parts where I'd come out of it or like when you were there Brad is basically okay I had some days hung out with Danny and those were fine but it was really shocking like I I don't think I've ever really been depressed the way people talk about like depression but if I think this was a little bit what maybe what it's like like it was just amazing that it would never lift 
Yeah. Like every yeah. day, oh, I still yeah, felt yeah, bad, and I was like, "This is not gonna." Well, it's intense. Is sometimes when you feel that it's because there's no end in sight, but you still had an end date, and you couldn't make it there. That's like how overwhelming the feeling of just like yeah, it's like hating two it. more weeks, and and like it really was not about them so much as it was really just about my brother. But just to feel like I didn't really have any backup, like the people that are supposed to be my backup are kind of poking at me and just kind of treating. I'm here for it. you, man. Well, that's, that's that's the difference, right? Where you can hug me with no pants on whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's Speaking like, of which, what were your impressions when you came home and you saw the decks? Oh, oh yeah, let's uh, let's just yeah. do a quick aside and uh, from your point of view. Yeah. So well, then they basically, long story short, I finally told Ethan Hemdel like I really got to go because I just didn't feel shitty every day, and uh, then I went, <laughs> and then I left, and I came home. But even that, everything is just criticism with them all the time. Like it's like. Well, I guess McNally's gone. Be nice of him to send us a message. Like, I told them. I sat them down, and I was like, I'm leaving tonight or tomorrow. And then I was on a bus where the Wi-Fi barely worked. I got, like, one Twitter message out. And it's like, can you just care about me for one second? Can you stop fucking, like, criticizing every fucking thing that I do? And now it's like that I ran away from my problems was the, the, the latest thing. Oh, he's just running away from his problems. It's like, my... Unless my problems are you guys. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I came back here and, I don't know, working on my battle strategy. I guess I'll have to go back out east or something. But, my, I, what are you talking about? Like, they're just, like, so not supportive. It's crazy. It's just like, oh, come on, guys. And then Keith's all shocked that I don't feel like he's really my friend. But what friend does that? Like, yeah. I was just thinking none of you guys would do that. You would be concerned about how I was doing. I'd rape you in your sleep. And then I'd ask you how you felt the next day. You'd write a song about it. Yeah. Yeah, like when I said to him, like the, before I told him I was leaving, I was just like, I don't, he's like, do you want to be on the show? And I was like, no, I don't want to be on the show anymore. Like, I'm just not having fun anymore. And then it was like a whole, like a list he went down of all the ways that this couldn't possibly be his fault. Like he, McNally said I could post it. And then, and then it's like, well, you just care about me for one second. (laughs) Stop making it about yourself and stop worrying about if it's your fault or not. Just, like, you guys would never do that. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta go home. Like, just way totally. So I did. And when I got home, holy shit fuck. <laughs> so you will recall. yesterday morning? Yesterday morning? Yeah. Uh, wait. No. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday morning. Today's Tuesday? Yeah, it was yesterday morning. I just got back. So you'll recall when I began this tale, I was really like, what am I doing in Toronto type thing. Not sure how I was feeling about this place. Man, it felt so good to come back. Like, just to get on the bus was nice, but when it finally, 10 hours later, you see the fucking CN Tower rolling up, it's just like, yeah, man, like, so exciting. And then getting off the bus and just walking down, I've got a picture I put on my Twitter that I took at uh, Bathurst and Dundas of the sun coming up over the city, and it's just like, and it's amazing all the stuff that's changed in a month and a half, just on that stretch down Dundas, like, half of the streets are closed from construction, but there's, like, new stores everywhere. There's been a lot of sign replacement. Oh, very notable. <laughs> but yeah, just just great. And I, uh, and then finally at that point I was done walking. I walked all the way to Bathurst. So I went into a Tim Hortons, pulled my nice little Canadian five dollar bill out with the hockey playing children. Bought a bought something so I'd have money for the bus. Get some nice coins in my fucking palm. Not nine oh. filthy dollar bills. <laughs> that, that is one of the most pleasant things about coming back is like just not having one dollar bills. Yeah, oh. and. Uh, and jumped on the streetcar, 
came home and then I walk into my room, it's like six in the morning so everyone's asleep and put down my bag and I look over and the wall of my room is covered in 40 <laughs> cartoons about dicks. <laughs> and, and they are not half-assed, like they're all, they all have like, they're based on a saying or like a parody of something, like they're, they, they're, they're, they're not phoned in, I mean they're not meticulously drawn, but they all have... We were like, drinking. Yeah. yeah, like I was impressed, like, uh, you know, it'll be like He-Man holding up a cock and, and what did he say? Like, I have, I have a motor! <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, and Battle I mean, the man. I really was just amazed. I was like, no, that's fucking friends. Look at that shit. That's fucking amazing. That dick cut me off. Yeah, like I'll have to uh, scan them. Maybe I'll use them for shitty comics, but I'll put some on the episode page for this episode because like, yeah, that was, and I guess the idea, if I understand, was to try to coat the whole wall. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were planning another yeah. session, but we didn't realize we it came, it came up really quickly. We were just sitting around and we just came up with the idea to do it and we're just like, okay, and we got as many pens and well, pieces of paper as we had. Yeah, it was your idea, other kids. This is what happened is uh, I came by to drop a chair off to your place because I, I texted Craig. I'm like, do you think McNally would want a chair? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And that's not what like, I said. I was like, I have no fucking idea how he's going to react to a chair. I remembered it as, yeah. That's how I would react as well. I'd be like, this is that reality <laughs> distortion field Joel has. He thinks yeah. everyone wants his chairs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to get Keith something. It's like, nah, he'll be upset if I get him something that weighs more than three pounds. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I mean, if you want, Joel, if you want to argue, I can pull up the text. No, no, it's fine. Pull up the text, by all means. But it, but well, the thing is, no. Essentially, Craig said I have no idea, and I said, you know what? I'll I'll drop it off, and if he doesn't want it, then I'll take it away. It's not a big deal. Well, I really, I mean, I, I doubt that I'll use it because I, I usually sit on the floor and stuff. I find it's better for my, my back. But but it's just so such a charming chair and this note. I got to read the note. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a good note. Because well, yeah, this, this is why. This note is why the dick picks happened. Because there's a drawing of a dick at well, the end? Because oh, yeah. Keith suggested, oh, you should draw a dick for him. I'm like, oh yeah, I should. Because so you love dicks. <laughs> I just I evolved into, we should give him many dicks. So here's the love letter from Joel. Welcome back. Here's a chair and some jeans. Thank you for those, by the way. No worries. Love, Joel. P.S. If you don't want the chair, I can remove it, but it's super sweet and it's only slightly coffee stained. It was recovered ourselves with fabric from Ikea. It was a rainy day when we found the chair and it was perfectly dry. I naturally assumed Jesus was involved, but as an atheist, I thought it was unlikely. Afterward, I made a homemade quesadilla with steak, cilantro, and Monterey Jack cheese. First, you get a tortilla. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Then you slice the steak, shred the cheese, chop the cilantro, and add tomatoes and garlic. Then, jalapenos to taste. It was really delicious. Oh, I forgot to mention, you fold the tortilla with the stuff inside, and you fry one side, then the other. I think it was like 17 degrees outside. <laughs> the longest, story. And then at the end, here's a penis because you love them so much, and it's like a British fancy man penis. My Yale friends, well I guess not British because he's from Yale. He's wearing a top hat. My Yale friends call me the noodle. I will not thrash you if you call me the same. Ah. <laughs> and he's got a curly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And so if I, I did pull up the text messages, so I don't know what what about these texts tell you that I'm in agreement. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta scroll back. Uh, this uh, is okay. Uh, how I remember it is, you're like, that's the best idea ever. You should come over. That can't be how you remember this. That's how I remember. <laughs> Cannot be. So the message from Joel. I have a comfy chair that needs to go. You think McNally would enjoy one in his room? 
So I say, shoot him an email. I have no idea how he'd feel about it. Oh. Joel says, I was thinking as a surprise. So I say, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I'd appreciate one if I was in his position. Oh, uh, <laughs> my chairless position? Do you have two? <laughs> and then it goes on, come over and drink rum, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, blah, it goes well, into drinking. Yeah, right the trick, I think, to the chair is if it was just a chair, I'd be like, eh, whatever. I'll just this. It's the story. Because I love, like, I've learned re- recently about myself. Like, I really don't like new stuff. I really like old shit. I like to hold on as long as I can. Like, I'm so glad the Zoom still works and we got this old fucking dumb phone and old mp3 player from 2007 like the longer something is around and the more history it has the more i like it and that chair i mean you 17 degrees outside rainy didn't <laughs> yeah, did, <case> it is. <laughs> didn't get well actually maybe it was 17 degrees when you made well, the, uh, no, it was all I, the same day right it was it was the same day but uh, <laughs> like the actual story is like but it uh, didn't get wet it's amazing go on but <laughs> the reason it wasn't wet and it was raining meant that it had, it had literally been out for like a minute right so I was just like, yeah, I'm taking this now. <laughs> Fair enough. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, and... Uh, and it was red originally, and then uh, I I actually deconstructed the fabric, like, took it apart, deconstructed the fabric, and re-sewed new, like, a new covering for it. You know, so, yeah. it has the personality of a red chair. It does, it really does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, just that it has... I'm not the, doing enough of popsicles these days. It has the history and the story. I like that. I like that about it. Yeah, but... Uh, so as but I'm I, writing I, this, I will, note, I'll never sit in it, but I'll put stuff on it. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be cool. As I'm writing this note, the PS is getting more and more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then Keith, Keith's like, guys, we should totally just do like a bunch of dick pics. And I love some of those pics so much. <laughs> some of them are and awesome. pulls out a stack of paper, and we find pens for three of us. Yeah, and then we just sat there and drank rum and drew, drew dicks for like an hour and a half. Listen to Bloodhound Gangs for the, Boobies We album. did the math. We split it with the amount of dicks and then there were the fact that there was three of us and we figured out it was about four minutes a dick. Four and a half minutes yeah, a dick. something like that. Yeah, which is incredible. Like, really, Team of Monkeys writing a great four novel. Four and a half minutes If a we get like, yeah. a, like eight of us and we sit down and we factory out dicks... I, we can like we but can the ideas f- are going to run out those anyway. dick pics are going to come slower and slower I don't know we <laughs> didn't gonna, slow gonna down like at all sophomore album no. of dick pics no those last one it was like okay everyone's got to do two more like oh that was hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's funny because it's almost no exactly the same as when I started those shitty comics because I drew like 30 of them the first day yeah. and then like 20 the second day and then it was like oh fuck <laughs> this is getting tough but that first burst out. yeah it's amazing and by the end like we were burning out of ideas yeah, just we like, hit 39, which I guess would be a divisible of three between 13 each. Yeah. And then it was like, we got to hit 40, so Joel drew the last one to make it 40. <laughs> which was the Batman one. So I made yeah, issue fair. issue number 40. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I think I will put them in for the shitty comics. Like, maybe I'll put, like, five at a time yeah, and yeah. get through them in a week or two and a couple weeks. And, yeah, I think that would be cool because, yeah, those are great. And then I was saying to the guys, like, <laughs> it's a shame in a way that I came home because before I was back, since it was just an empty room, it doesn't seem like anyone habitates in there at all. So you could just show it to people like, yeah, it's, like a, it's a gallery. It's, yeah, Keith's room is Craig's room. This is the gallery. It's a, it's a little extra rent, but you know, it's, it's, it's worth having just to display our work. Uh, <laughs> so well, when you clean, you roll up your bed and you move your shit. So it's really not that unreasonable if we ever wanted to show it as a gallery. Yeah. We, we could probably do it fairly easily. Yeah, that's true. Just roll up my bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's boom, like a gallery. In there. Yeah, no, really, it is just like the difference of... This is why, like, you know, I don't... 
I don't hold any ill will toward Keith and Hemda. They just live a different life. Like they're yeah. just their the vibe around them and their whole thing is. Have they ever so... given you a penis? Uh, I don't think so. He didn't draw a shitty no. comic. The yeah, yeah, I guess he did. He drew a couple. But yeah, it's just it's just it's just different, and it's just really not for me. Like I really just can't deny anymore that I never. I never was tough enough for that, and I never will be, and that's fine. But like, just the difference in vibe of being there and then coming back here is just like, wow, you know? Like it does. This we do is things for you, whereas they just make you feel shitty. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a thing, right? It's like after a while, how how long do I feel shitty? How long do I? And even if they don't, they don't feel like they're, you know, being a little rough on me. I feel that way, so... Well, I mean, if that's what they're know. used to, then they can live it and be happy, because they don't know any better. Yeah, and I'm not asking them to change, I just, I'll just go away, that's fine. Like, I really think it's, that era is kind of over. Like, I'm, I'm glad yeah. that I can still, hope maybe they'll listen to this and <laughs> fucking light the torches, but I think I can just kind of stay long-term, long-distance Canadian friends with them, and that's fine, that's, that's good. Well, I... In their defense, from uh, their, from their selfish point of view... I won't was, hear it! Here he goes. It was amazing radio. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope good. it was. <laughs> I hope people liked it. I don't know. Like, like if it's your and swan, it, swan song, it was a really good one. People yeah. were saying that too, though. It's like, you should really be on the show once more, at least. Don't let yourself go out like that. But but I honestly just don't... That's the network way to do it. But yeah, I just don't yeah. care, too. Like, I just don't care how I'm seen in the Keith and the Girl little world or how people that on the forums think of me. Like, I just don't care anymore. Like, that's when I really knew I had to come home. Is I was like, you know, what's the worst case scenario? What if they never ever talk to me again? I still want to go home, you know? <laughs> so it's like, fuck it. I'm glad it didn't come to that, but. If you yeah. gotta go out, you might as well go out with your hands and arms. Yeah. yeah. In and, pain. Uh, <laughs> plus your depression. <laughs> Real quick though, before. I mean, okay. um, oh, no, was I just gonna say? Yeah, and, and I guess that's the, the unfortunate thing is I really don't think I did break any ground as far as like situation with my brother or anything yeah like I I really didn't learn much in that sense except that it is an issue and I should stop ignoring it but I do think that last show did teach me like I got some chips on my shoulder and it's you know it's good to know maybe a pickle flavor (laughs) no ketchup flavor baby this Uh is Canada well it's weird because in that sense I really did kind of feel okay because like that was just me being a crazy raging asshole dick on these shows but but I I don't know it's like I I I feel like that's fixable. Like I can be a totally nice, cool dude. It's almost like a superpower I have that I just don't use all the time. But I can. There's no reason I can't. Like I just yeah. like it's not like I'm trapped in some rage hole. It's like no, I can get this under. I can get that under control. That's not a thing. That's not a problem. That's a good name for your cafe, the Rage Hole. Yeah. But but not around them. It just can't. They're just it's too <laughs> too tense, too rough. I would have left as soon as the rats had on my face. Yeah, well, it's New York too. Wait, out the what? It was a, yeah, there's a mouse that ran into my foot while I was doing dishes. I'm <laughs> just like, ah, oh, New York. <laughs> but uh, I would have been gone so fast. I would have been like, that's it. A mouse is running into people. Like it's not afraid of you, obviously. <laughs> it's ramming you. Like I think it. I, I don't think it meant to run into my foot because it ran away like real fast. It was like, oh, that's a foot. Holy shit. <laughs> um, damn, what was I gonna say? Oh, anyway, one thing with the the show is I'm like, one thing I've been meaning to try to work into it but it doesn't work so good because we have a sign-off phrase is that we never mention anything ever about like website or contact forms right because we always say the phrase and then we're out 
and I don't mean I don't want to go through every Twitter and stuff because people do that and shows and it's boring. But I should just mention sometimes uh, sometimes it happens. The uh, happen. but the website is vinylcountdown.ca, and from there on everyone's host page, if you want to follow us on Twitter, all that info's there, and there's a contact form. You can send us email if you want to. Yeah. And plus my depression. Bitch cake, grab a slice. Word. Nice. Oh, thank you, by the way, also, Keith and Kyle, for being on the show. I was and impressed that Keith knew that was, the bitch cake grab a slice. Thing. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, me too. So hopefully some people will come listen. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, and it was a good episode. It was, it was pretty good. All of my boys from the crew, Jane and Finch, we all go to a party. Lead squad playing. They keep your funky nose up. Right? Project. In a rhyme and forgot Stood a crew no one knew Till the volume was two Then came the world In the land of the blind And the one I was king And the contract signed You cast a spell With a sugar cane pole Some gained respect And some lost control For just who knew Where this style it came And the one name was Finch And the next name Jane So who should I check for? You checking? You checking? Who should I check for? You checking? You checking? Who should I check for? You checking? You checking? Who should I check for? You I never knew yeah, maybe you should check for the one you never knew The mistakes that make me do the things I wanna do So I open my eyes and take a step for the better Since the Peter that I sparred with wasn't forever Remember back in the days when I could sit back and cool out Agony, agony wasn't ever upon me The rebel soul wasn't full of envy Style was kicking, hoop was slamming Happy to see my spars face when they arrived To play ball or just to hang out with life It's a project, Hey everyone, it's real late at night and I'm talking quiet because Craig's asleep and he's got to go to work and I don't want to be loud recording shit. So, here is some bonus content from uh, the last show from the last show sha sha fuck i hate that why is the s's so loud with this fucking thing the last show the guys recorded while i was still in the states had some extra stuff so i'm gonna put it at the end of this episode so it's a bonus extra 20 25 minutes or so of drunken discourse i hope you enjoy it let's listen to that now At that point, we would have to take it to the hospital. hospital? Yeah. <laughs> or we break no, the we just crack it. That seems like a bad idea to do around your dick, <laughs> uh, sir. Just pee in the bushes like a civilized human. <laughs> you don't, you don't or put just put your dick on the, the top of the bottle. Like I've I've peed in bottles a number of times before, but it's just you put your urethra it in. But that seems dangerous. I want to do it at the table. Okay. So you want to put your whole dick in the bottle? Yes. And none Anyone of this seems like a bad idea to you. Uh, you know what? If you if you if you're gonna put your dick in the bottle, I'll throw in. I'll say I'll throw in twenty dollars. I'll throw in twenty dollars for you to put your dick in the bottle. Huh. All right. If you're gonna do it, I'll also throw in twenty bucks. There's forty for you to put your dick uh, in the bottle. That whole family. head has to be in. It's ten. It's uh. It's <sighs> tenfold down. So you got to throw in a toonie. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm in. So you got to get the head in. Will Will you accept Canadian Tire money? Yes. And then okay, you, gotta, you have to stand up and have the bottle hanging. No, so I, I think that's a risky business. So $40 plus $2 in Canadian Tire money. Yep. Huh. 
Yeah. $42. And before this happens, are you guys fine with taking Keith to the hospital? Because this is a thing that might happen. Uh, yeah, if, it, if it happens early Can we enough, do an episode sure. that's entirely on the way to the hospital and in yeah, the waiting obviously. room? I can't see a reason why we wouldn't. Frankly. <laughs> It'd be stupid not to. Like, can you imagine just like the cab driver has to take us to the hospital? <laughs> you got a, a bottle hanging out of your fly. Is it fun drunk? <laughs> nope, actually not at all. He's and on that note, so he's, sober. he's on a cleanse, actually. That's <laughs> your ask. We are recording. Mm-hmm. Bottom countdown, episode number one. 155, maybe? Yeah. And, 155 uh, or 156. Michael, take it away. Bottle countdown, episode 156. Boom, bam, boom, bam, splash, 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 splash. Dick in a bottle, episode title. So, wait, was this recording the whole time? Sure, yeah. It was. It's been recording sure. for a minute 54. Yeah. Oh, oh so, so we did get some of that. Yeah. We did, did we get the thing about Keith's bottle? Antics? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, okay, good. So, what so. do you guys think? If you think it's a good idea, call in. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking. Guys, we're waiting, and I need to hear the phone ring. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, no, no one cares? No calls. Callers? No, all right. Nobody? Moving on. Um, so, big so, news in the uh, world today. Have you guys heard? Uh, <laughs> Mexico is still hot. Uh, Mike, Keith, Craig, Joel. What's the Other weirdest Keith. thing you've ever put your dick into? Your wife. Boom! Oh! She's weird. She's not I see what you were doing there. Craig's sleeping mouth. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Keith. Hmm. True or false? You will do that for forty-two dollars. False. Okay. What is your What is your price? Uh a replacement girlfriend. Because I'll lose this one if my dick is unusable for a period of time for this reason. <laughs> really? You'd lose her for that? You think? Yeah, I would you could, hope so. You I'd have no her, respect for her if she was cool with it. You could take her for well, a I'd be cool with it. Uh, I'd find it hilarious. You would, of course. But if you were my girlfriend, if you were my man, lady girlfriend. And I, I mean, it's hard to put me in Mary's shoes, but I would still find it hilarious and awesome. Did define man, lady, like, girlfriend. I'd be like, way to bring home forty-two bucks, baby. And he's the woman in the relationship. That's true. Man, lady, girlfriend. He is a bottom. He's clearly a bottom. He's all bottom, and I think that's why Langtree prefers him. Wow. Oh, oh Picard. <laughs> no, not oh, over me. Picard. Over the rest of us. You weren't there. She heard all of our feelings. You'll you'll yeah. hear it on on the episodes. The Were you bothered? Just came out I, no, I was awake to. for a full night after that. I wasn't bothered. I, I wasn't bothered, but it was just I, just just to catch you up, Mike. I, I started an oil painting about <laughs> you and I, and we're just monsters, <laughs> well, disgusting monsters. <laughs> Jen, <laughs> what 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 we said? Uh, we were asking her what she would prefer. Um, McNally or Craig she said Craig and then Keith and I said well what about us like the two of them so either Keith and Joel and she said both of us would need to equal one Craig initially but then on the trip over to the park for the third episode of the night she changed her mind hmm she was because oh yeah like listen to the episode she says that uh so Picard Picard said to her on the walk over so like so no Craig eh she's like what do you mean she's like well you chose Keith and Joel she's like well so I don't get Craig at all and she changed her mind. <laughs> I don't think she realized the, replica- the repercussions of choosing the two of you over me so, is that she didn't get to bang me. So I, uh, yeah, the conclusion, uh, and I don't blame you guys for not remembering because we were all what drunk. What pissed and me I didn't off the fucking anything. most though is that she wanted you without your hair. She would I take mean, me like, with the hair. She'd prefer. No, without. she would take you with the hair, but she would prefer without. That's fine. People What's have preferences. T- no, that's not an okay preference. I mean... I love you too, buddy. Wow. <laughs> the hair stays. Oh, but yeah, the hair stays. I'm not cutting it for, for Picard's girlfriend to maybe bang me at some point. And I would feel weird about that, being <laughs> that it's Picard's girlfriend. 
Craig, can I borrow your toque? Yeah. Let's just put it. Can you just put oh. it on the table? Because I'm I'm hearing all the bangs on the table. Yeah, like that. <laughs> would you like to hear my song about that? You I put would. the toque on the table. You put it on the table. You can do it if you're able. Toque. Wow. Nice. nice. That was very good. Thank you. I wrote it. I wrote so, it like a few so weeks ago. So getting back to the oh, question. Putting his dick in the bottle. When we were all young men, and oh my god, are you seriously putting your dick in a bottle? No, he was doing the finger dick trick oh, where I you see. stick your finger through your fly. Oh yeah, you trying to get forty dollars? Yeah. Like, wait a second, where's your other fingernail? Hand? I'm gonna expect that <laughs> if you're gonna do this dick trick, I'm inspecting it. Oh but, yeah, but I'm gonna, we're not taking any. I'm gonna have to lick it to make sure it tastes like a dick. Just to make sure <laughs> you don't have like a dildo in there or something. Would you do that in advance of the bottle? So if I feigned the whole bottle thing, you'd lick it and then I could back out. I lick everything. I'll lick. Everything. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll everything lick all the time. Just lick your face. I'll lick. The table. I'm gonna lick everything to make sure everything's Joel, real. Joel, if, if, if we can't get if we can't get Langtree, Mike, suitable alternative. All right, we can bang Mike. Yeah, Mike, oh. would you take us over, Craig? Because you're yeah, really would you good rather friends bang. with Craig. You've known him for a long time. Would you rather it would bang? Be weird at this point. So you'd probably bang Joel and I over Craig. I'm right? not banging any of you. <laughs> well, what's interesting about Keith head. and I is uh, Keith's got like a he's got a seven-inch penis, but it's only like it's you know, a pencil. Well, it's a half an inch thick. And I've got a six-inch penis, but mine's like it's like a beer. It's the size like size of a fist. Yeah, beer cans. PBI. So it's a beer can. Let me it ask is. this: what, what do you think? Why am I only one inch longer in this scenario? You gotta like, <laughs> if you're gonna make this I'm sorry, sort of, ten inch, yeah, ten, inch. ten inch size of a cigarette. Oh, okay, there we go. Size of a cigarette. Mm -hmm. Yours is four inches size of a fist. Okay, you need let's, a bigger separation right. yeah. to make it funny. Yeah. Thank all right. you. All right, all right, all right. All <laughs> Thanks right. for correcting me. I'm still not banging any of you. Is that? Oh, I guess I okay. I guess that's okay. Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna bang any because I'm not gonna do this. Okay, what about what if my dick was uh, huge? All right, so I'm still gonna, I, I'm still sticking to my original my little plan, but like maybe if one of you were girls, maybe or with a huge dick. We can't be. We can't be. We can be girls with a dick. What if yeah. what if we had a full operation, post-op, fucking tranny, except we still kept the facial hair. Lady parts with facial hair, boobs, the JJ. You were dudes, so we all were the people we, we are right now. We were dudes. We've become girls. The last step of the operation is the electrolysis, getting rid of all the hair, and we haven't done that part yet. Do I know that that's, that this happened, or is it a mystery? I don't think it'd be much of a mystery you know if we had beards. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not happening, guys. <laughs> not happening. Sorry. Yeah, I guess that's uh, okay. an option that Langtree had, but would she you, didn't. Would, uh, would it affect your marriage really if you it. became a post-op tranny <laughs> just to sleep with your friend? I, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say probably would affect her, our marriage. But you have kids, right? So you fight through things that normal couples. Yeah, wouldn't. we. Yeah, we might push through a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Nah. I, do you remember earlier when we said that the last episode when we were talking about love was the gayest episode ever? <laughs> this is the gayest episode. Yeah, I think we beat it. So, okay, but... Mike's setting things on fire. Or trying to. I think the, I think the question we're getting at, <laughs> He's getting at, upset Mike, at all this. Is, <laughs> this is how he lashes out. Turn this place down. <laughs> Whose who soul are you more in love with? Mm. Oh, God. I don't stand a chance here, but answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Joel or Ke other Keith? Yeah. Oh, this is between the two of you? It's yeah. not... Both of your souls. You've already, no, no, you've already, you have already no soul. We've already established that. Are we saying that, like, am I, am I, is it Joel, other Keith, or no one? We're, yeah. No, no one's yeah, not an option. I know what. We're on an island. Is yeah. Craig not an option? Craig, Craig you have no soul. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a soul for this. Sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, just the, it's just the rules, dude. Just the rules. 
Uh, <laughs> we're, we're on a desert island. This is it. But let's even make it easy. Sex is off the table. But who would you fall in love with? Ah. Uh, or we could we could morph into any shape you wanted, including a lady. But you would have the knowledge that we were dudes at one point. Mm-hmm. Like Odo. Ah. There you go. But I have the option to not fall in love with either of you. <laughs> you do have that option, I guess. <laughs> I think that... It's like a no- Are you going to choose a life of loneliness? But we could be bros, man. How much fun would that be? Why, why make, mix love into this? Imagine how yeah, much fun Yeah, aren't we already have. bros? Like, have yeah, some we're, coconut we're beer, bros. have some, like, rocking out on our... I'd love to be on our island with you, dude. It'd be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to get love into this mix. I mean, oh, be kind of like, the cuddling and stuff. Like, I just want to rock out with you guys. We hang out. We have... But not rock out okay, with your Okay, no, no love, no sex. Rock out with our It's a cold in. night. Do you spoon <laughs> with your bros? I'll spoon with Joel. Nice. Damn. Okay. <laughs> You're that was quick that's all that I needed. answer all that's of a sudden. That's all I needed. I feel so alone. It's okay. It's okay. No one ever picks me. Aw, come on. No one ever picks me. Come on. I just... Yeah. No, that's okay. No, I just... Do you want to go spoon? <sighs> I don't want to be your second spoon. Well, I am not. I never said what my main choice was. All right, who do you pick? Who would you spoon with, me or Mike? <laughs> well, probably Mike. But, but you know, oh! no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, totally you. Totally you. What? Totally you. You hear that? You hear not, that? Not really, Mike. <laughs> that was close. It would totally be you. Would you feel comfortable if there was a down south version of Applebee's restaurant called Niggabee's? Uh, like a chicken and waffle joint? Would you go in there? I yeah, I would. I would. Even yeah. if you were the only white face in the joint? No, no, no. I would I would I would go if like if I was the only white face in there, that's the only way I would feel right about it. It'd be weird going to a Niggabee's where there was all white people. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. that would be wrong. Yeah, it's kinda of, it's way too Buenos Aires. Yeah, no, yeah. but uh, we were talking about Africanized bees, that's how we got, yeah, got yeah, into yeah. this. So um, yeah, no, uh, I, th- I think I would go to any racially stereotype-themed place as long as that group was that group was there. Okay, then I would be okay. Like, I, uh, if if I went to a Chinese restaurant called Chinks, yeah, I should hope that I'm the only white guy there. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would feel good about that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what other racially charged restaurants can uh, I think of? Gookies. Gookies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gookie's the uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's um, not bad. Well, you know, if you want, if you want good matzo balls, you know, you go to Kikes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, or um, I, I hear that uh, they got this restaurant in Little Italy called uh, Guinea Goomba. <laughs> Guinea Goomba, yeah. yeah Guinea Goomba's yeah, a good joint. Yeah. Have you been to? <laughs> It's a uh, sausage a- joint called Square Heads. Have you been there? <laughs> Square Heads? No. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, what is a chicken head, incidentally? Uh, oh, a chicken head. A promiscuous lady. Uh, the, lady re- the reason is, jobs. yeah, because it, when she's given a blowjob, she looks like a chicken. Okay. Yeah. We're going for this. Thing. Would you feel more comfortable eating at a chicken and waffle joint called Niggabee's if you were the only white face in the joint or if it was all white people eating? I would feel uncomfortable in any joint where I was the only white face. If I'm surrounded by black people and I'm the only white person there, I feel a little awkward, probably. Really? Even if you've gone to a chicken and waffle joint called Niggabee's? 
I can't use that word. I wouldn't even be able to like order or make a order. reservation. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're they're you know you and don't have to a. say the word. It is with an a. Nigabies. Yeah, Nigga of bees. course. Of course, can't use. The you don't have to say it. it. It's it's you know you're going there for chicken and waffles yeah. unless unless Table for two, please. <laughs> say the name. <laughs> <laughs> say the name where you don't get table. Uh, unless there's menu items named after it. It's like, uh, yeah, can I have uh, two nigger waffles? And uh, anywhere, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, do, yeah. Would you like the uh, the chicken with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, would you like one nigger breast? We, did we start recording? Yeah, we were we were kind of brains, brainstorming racist themed restaurants that Kites. Kites the um, that that particular racial group would patronize. That you would you know you would be the only white. Well, you're there, an so Italian. You would you go to a restaurant called Guinea Goombas? I would. Yeah. yeah sure. Home of the Whopper. I'd go there as well, but because Italians are known for better food than niggas. Wow. Chicken and waffles? Wow, Craig. Wow, Craig, that's too wow. far. Everything we set up till now is okay. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's uh, a cut cut. Wow. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with any of these, these, these this hate speech, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, I, I did have another bottle shot of rum while you were on, too, by the way. Now I'm slammed. People. Is that... Than African Americans, I'm sorry. I gotta go pee. I haven't had actual man. African food, so I don't know. But uh, African American food. Is, you, no, uh, not even Ethiopian close to Italian restaurants. food. Yeah. Ethiopian restaurants are fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been. But we're talking about niggabies. This is not Ethiopian. You this haven't is African American food, so to speak. Yeah. I, have, I would like to try grits. Oh my good to me. god, a strip club that served soul food. Grits and tits? <laughs> no, is the, correct me if I'm wrong. Grits is like a porridge, right? Yeah, it's made out of like cornmeal, I think. That yeah. sounds good to me. I like cornbread. Yeah. It's not good. I would still like to try it and just see for myself that it's not good. I've heard Corn, that it's not good. But. Cornbread is kind of a misnomer because it's like tricks you to think you're having bread, but it's clearly cake. Yeah, it is more like cake. Yeah, for sure. Collards. Collards are pretty decent. No, no. Uh, what's a collard, collard green? Collard I've never greens. had one. Collard green is sort of like leafy. It's in between kale and spinach, kind okay. of. Like, it's it's good. Like, kale, spinach, collards, like, they actually have it's some the nutritional yeah. value, whereas lettuce is just empty. Hmm. One of the most racist pictures I've seen on Facebook was, uh, was a picture from... Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? And this black guy was just bugging out like he didn't know which picture to choose. And it's clearly been photoshopped. And the question is, which of these is not delicious? And the four answers are watermelon, chicken, waffles. Kool-Aid. Yeah, and Kool-Aid. I was just like, wow. Like, that's, that's pretty out there as far as racist pictures go. See, and, and you know, I, I know, like, on our show, we, we tend to enjoy like racial humor but mm-hmm. when it does get racist like honestly racist i i really get uncomfortable like today no no because that was all good that yeah was, that was fine that i was, feel uncomfortable you mean one picard's on the show yeah <laughs> am i saying that yeah i guess i am now he claims to be racist is that true or does is he? that is that just a uh, i don't a think shtick. i've ever heard him say that i think it's just mm. a shtick and i think like there's a lot of people who I've introduced to Picard that don't like him, like Morgan didn't like him, but I think it's these people just don't get a sense of humor. I think that's a lot of the same thing as Picard where where I was going is that it's a very like straight laced sarcasm. Like you don't indicate at all that you're joking. Okay. She doesn't You have get, to know you to realize that you're joking. She doesn't get deadpan. Yeah. And it, like it's the same with Picard. Like if you I mean if you haven't got to know him, you may not realize he's joking. And that he doesn't mean any of that. Like when yeah. he says the N word, as he tends to do, like he's not hating he's, on he's, black people. He's, yeah, he's doing it for shock value. Yeah, shock value and uh, 
another word that I guess I am getting a little drunk. Excellent. Are you a shot? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I just admitted that I was doing fine. You're like, you need to be more fine. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You're disabled. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Can we talk about your little gay little... Uh... <laughs> Here we go. What's Can we talk called? about the gay way you've got your hoodie tucked behind your ears? <laughs> uh, your gay adorable, little cleanse. Who does cleanse? Cleanse. Uh, I, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to get talked into doing one because Mary's into being healthy and so is Fatima. And Mary's going to pawn Fatima against uh, me to get me to do one. A cleanse is gay if a man decides to do it by choice. But like I mentioned earlier... Um, doing it for a lady. Mary, okay, no, it's a Mary, no, I'm That's doing it, I'm doing it with her just to do it with her so she doesn't have to do it alone. I'm not doing it because I think I need a cleanse. Does that make sense, though, to you, Mike? No, it totally makes sense. Yeah, if it's like it's not so gay anymore. Can can I can I ask you? Do you honestly believe in a a, a cleanse and that it works? I I don't have any information on the subject. So it's I can't a detox. Say it works like clearly, it you're work. getting shitty. It's things good out for of your, your body to do it. Yeah. I'm sure. I I think it's good for your body not to drink. Yeah. And to eat right. And not and to smoke and not drink. I'll, pizza. I'll tell yeah. you what. Like I've like lost a significant amount of weight like since doing it. Yeah, that's like yeah. it's. I definitely like feel better. Like my clothes are fitting better. Like I yeah. feel healthier. Like like sex is better. Like I don't get winded when I run. Like it's yeah. been incredible. But I'm not doing it by choice. I'm doing it to be supportive. And, and you're not smoking right now, right? Uh, no, because that's that's kind of the uh, to me that's sort of the key point. Because I know I know because I'm often on on mostly on again smoker. Yeah, and. Uh, I know that when I'm not smoking, I'm definitely better. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what I know is... the shit out of you, for You sure. know what? It's funny. It's like, it's, it sounds dumb, but like karaoke is the clear measure of how fucked up I am with cigarettes. <laughs> if I can't get through high notes and stuff like that, it's because I've been smoking too much. Yeah, I hear that, definitely. Hey, Craig, can you talk about the karaoke lady? What do you... What, what should I talk about? Um, You're really setting stuff on fire a lot tonight. Yeah, well, <laughs> I need you to talk about more karaoke ladies because this is setting fires is happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I follow your logic there. <laughs> it's really going green when you light it on fire. It's weird. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Mike. It's not the plastic that's infused in the paper. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing her anymore. She uh, texted me. She was like, so are you like, still going to hang out? And I said, yeah, we can still hang out, but I don't think it should be romantic because, I mean, I'm getting involved with Fatima and I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, she's like, okay, well, like, we can hang out, but I'll need, like, a month because I really like you. So I said I wouldn't come to karaoke for a month. That's about all I have to say about that. That is so fucking cordial. I envy you, honestly. Like, every chick that you've seemed to break up with is, like, cool and mm-hmm. seems to not hate your guts, which is amazing. Morgan was really pissed at me. Mm. I saw her. Did I tell you I saw her on the street the other day? Yeah, and then you saw her ginger friend uh, later that day. It's oh, yeah, pronounced Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name, by the way? Johnny. Johnny uh, Walker is Johnny. his name. Uh, and he goes by Ryan Ginger. That's his real name. Mm-hmm. Ryan Ginger? No, she's Rye. He's Ginger. Yeah. Oh. Right. It'd be great if he was, like, his first name was Ryan. And Ryan Ginger. Ginger. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> okay, Gingers. <laughs> there you go. Change um, your name. Now... So, Okay, go ahead. Oh, I just... Uh, no, uh, so, um... Yeah, just, oh, um no. Oh, wait. Okay, uh, not, no, Ginger no? Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Oh, Ginger uh, Apocalypse. No, yeah, we started talking yeah, about no, this in the streetcar. Yeah, no, now, if... Okay, more terrifying than zombies, I think. If, like, if a Ginger bit you... And you then turned you Ginger. turned into a Ginger. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and it just started spreading that way. I, I think that's worse because they have no souls, right? Zombie True. at least has a soul. No, mm-hmm. zombies don't have souls by the time they're zombies. Really? Because they always say in the zombie movies, like, when someone doesn't want to kill, like, their loved one who's a zombie, they're just like, no, it's not Jenny anymore. Like, that's that's always what they say. I, this I don't is what think I say that's to that. They always say Jenny. They're coming to get you, Margaret. Here, here's a question. Okay, like, let's say there's the, you know, the pending oil apocalypse. Is that going to make plastic things worth more money? This is, the reason I was thinking of this is because, like, I just bought Jed a bunch of Lego, which is, like, <laughs> kind of awesome plastic. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if the future, like, Lego's going to become a wooden thing. Huh. Like, the, the, like, the company will just evolve and make well, the same blocks out of wood. There's other oils. Like, there's oils that come from, from plants and stuff, too. Yeah, I yeah. don't think plastics is yeah going to be a problem. Like, what'll happen is we'll eventually be forced to use alternative fuel sources for cars and other modes of transportation, and then we'll have whatever oil we need to make plastics, because we won't be consuming 99.9% of the world's oil for engines. So, plastics can be... Does anyone know this, like, for a fact that plastics can be made from anything? Yeah. Nope. Do you? Yeah. I know there's, like, there is green plastics that are made from, like, corn or something like that. Right. Uh, Canola yeah. or, or... There's biodegradable... Like, you can have, like, biodegradable, like, plastic spoons yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, the same way we can corn. make fuel from corn. It's just yeah. the government, the American government, is thriving on its oil industry, so it's not going to allow that shit. That's why Canada is awesome, because we do it all. We do but, ethanol. I mean, we yeah. don't have an auto industry in Canada. We run a couple American plants. We, we have, have a, a Ford fuel plant. industry, though. But it doesn't matter... Does anyone know anything about Tesla? Let's talk about yep. Tesla. Let's wrap about Tesla for a bit. Okay, I, I know... Nikolai Tesla. I know quite a few things Nikola. about Tesla. All right. what, what do you want to know? Where was he born? Um, some some place... I, I think Czechoslovakia? No, I want to know what all this controversy is about. I kind of know the basics. Like, he, him and Edison were, like, kind of going against each other for the... Yeah, the like, controversy is, is that he uh, invented a thing called the Tesla coil. Mm-hmm. And the Tesla coil could transmit power uh, over a short distance and light up light bulbs and oh that was him yeah I've seen that shit Um, but the thing about a Tesla coil is that it's actually it's not as safe as conventional electricity is that just doesn't look safe? It's dramatic looking. No, no, no. If you got it, in between it, there, it, you it, would. Yeah, it creates a field, is what it is. Okay. So, yeah. So you can't like, you know, the 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 idealized idea of the Tesla coils that like you have one in the middle of your city and your whole city would just light up with wireless electricity. That's the idea. But the reality of it is that it's basically arcs of fucking lightning bolts mm-hmm. shooting around everywhere. Do you guys know about a Faraday cage? Uh, that sounds familiar. I think I may have read about it. That's a little bit, where it's like it can't pass through it or something. So, like something um, can't pass through. No, it's it's basically what it is. Is it's a way of grounding electricity. So, like when you have a Tesla coil, you need a Faraday cage because you've got all these arcs of electricity shooting everywhere. And <laughs> if you want to be safe, you have to be within the Faraday cage, which basically the arcs channel themselves through the cage and go to ground and the person inside it is safe but um so we would need like a a mass like civil reconstruction of a city to implement that absolutely and one of the cool things is that there's there's solar flares that hit the earth every so often and one of which was predicted for the next year 
or so but it's you know like it's it's so iffy it might happen it might not but if it does it could fry every transformer on the planet and the solution to it is wrap these fucking things in uh, Faraday cage style transformers and then you can save electrical boxes otherwise you're looking at a global power failure which would be an awesome apocalypse that would be crazy because <clears throat> it would the take... last things that we would have is our cell phones they wouldn't have a data connection no it would fry everything because it's like an oh, e- it's yeah, a so. it's an em pulse basically but but the thing is is that it would take oh, us we'd have to go back to cars you crank up yeah it would take a decade a decade to rebuild shit oh it's <sighs> so 10 years of no electricity It'd be good if the the robots started really getting a little too powerful. If it happened, it, that would be like a, a godsend. Oh yeah, that would happen. save humanity. Don't get me started on the robot apocalypse. I would like to get you started on the robot. What about apocalypse. a ginger robot? How can I help? Well, robots don't grow hair. That's irrelevant. They don't have skin. Would you? Yes. If you were designing yes. a robot, would you? I guess maybe. If the I was robots designing would do a that. robot, I'd have it be part organic. And and would it have skin? Yes, I would be designing a sex bot. <laughs> Touche. All right. Terminator. Yeah, you wouldn't design a sex bot to be a ginger. If you were designing a sex I bot, might. would you know. grow skin or Gross. take skin off of a human and put it on the robot? Hey, you'd grow it. For the record, I, I'm a big fan of the ginger ladies. Some of them. No problem there. For the most part. Yeah. Shaved or ginger bush? Not shaved. Yeah. I like shaved. All humans. All humans need to be shaved downstairs. Total shaved or very uh, ladies total. Total. I prefer I like, total. I like the very trim. I prefer like a total. Tiny but little it. square. Hmm. I'm not saying I get freaked out about it. It's just my preference is totally gone. Yeah. Like a 12 year old boy. I like a nice well girl. No, I like it totally. Sh- I, I like it totally shaved, nice and smooth for the licking, no rough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally it's nice. It's like. Uh, it's like kissing a marshmallow. A tangy, or, uh, tangy marshmallow. Can you imagine what it would be like to shave that if you were a lady? That would be. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I would do. I it. have shaved a lady. Yeah. Huh. It's a challenge. What about the, so the labia? The yeah, the labia is a problem. Yeah, you can do it. What if it was like? Uh, you got to be careful. It's very slow. What if, if it you're... was like, uh, like you know, one of those, one of those races that have the large, uh, you know, almost like a little penis. Ladies. The, the clitoris? Clit, yeah, the, like the man uh, Well, uh, just a fun fact. Clitorises generally don't have hair. No, but if it's really <laughs> big and you're trying to shave, what if you, like, cut the end off just of the clitoris? still go around it. My dick is, is pretty yeah. big, and I shave around that. Yeah, but it's easier to see. You know, you can accidentally... You're just shaving, you're having a lot, which is sexy. You've got a finger up your ass. I can see I can see an average-sized clitoris. So if you're talking about a big clitoris, I'm pretty sure... Are we I'll talking, like, China? It. The no. wrestler? Oh, she's Not, a big clit? Oh, yeah. You should look yeah. up her porn. It's like a little Ew. dick. Ew. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. But you should see it just to see it. Like, it's not a good sex tape or porn, but, like, just to see a tiny little dick on a woman. What's the biggest clip that you could handle, Mike? China's would gross me Seven out. Seven inches. <laughs> <laughs> so you could deal with them if they were transgender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I know this isn't really going to become a podcast because we're fucking not being no, funny. Absolutely will be. But uh, maybe you can tape this to the end of the other one. But I got a ticket actually about a week ago, so I'm going to have to deal with this oh, one way yeah. or another. Yeah. Um, I was at uh, a bar, uh, Fountain, the one where I did the absinthe party at. Sure. And I, I swung by there and uh, had a bunch to drink. And it's right near a cop shop, apparently. 
and uh, so, uh, well, no, definitely. I, I, I was drunk and I was stumbling home and I had to pee and so I pissed apparently on the cop shop <laughs> and I got a ticket like for peeing on the cop shop and like they were like kind of pissed off at me like they was like we wouldn't, yeah. e- we wouldn't even bother giving you a ticket except like the disrespect of like peeing they on, said on a police station. station yeah that's hilarious yeah I saw the ticket when I got I got home the next day it was just sitting on the table and it was, it, like, it was just like for like you know fouling in public or something oh it's like an incumbing I think yeah. yeah and then in brackets how, they put like urination or something how much was it uh, expensive 125 yeah, Jesus Christ yeah, yeah. Wow. But I'm not going to pay it. Well, you should. What motivation do you have? Yeah, what are they going to do? Like, I, I gave It's like him... he's bike ticket. Like, you don't have a driver's license. I do have a driver's license, but oh. I don't use it. But I didn't give them that. I, they don't have really any... I, I gave them my health card, which has my name, but mm. no address on it. I gave them my real address just because I was too drunk Do you have the lie. old school health card, the red and white one? No, no, no. The new one. So okay. they have my date of birth I thought the address and my was address and my name. Mm. And your health card number, which no, they can no, tie their. No, they didn't somewhere. write that down. Oh, really? You you saw that they didn't? Yeah. Because I think like if they wrote down your health card number, they could tie that to your social insurance number. I'm still not set. Like it might then come back to your driver's but, but license eventually. Yeah, but what's the what's the process there as far as like do they they hunt for me or like? For 125 bucks, probably send not. send letters to the house. Does it become? You'll probably get some letters at some point, but like. I mean, like, if it gets bad enough, technically, you could go to jail. Yeah. For not paying it. They're not going to do that. Maybe they could send a collection agency after you and then ruin your credit. And, like, then it also, like... credit's already bad. Yeah, me too. So I don't care about those things. But that's probably the worst case scenario. Is, uh, say you didn't have bad credit, is that your credit could be ruined. Would it be more expensive if I let it go and then try to... Yeah, because they charge interest on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it would be way more expensive <laughs> yeah. to let it go. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we we just got a bunch of parking tickets because we've got, like, we've got one of those dumb Let's streets where you have to uh, move your car every, like, two weeks. Yeah. And so we constantly forget. And, like, like to the, like, one side to the yeah, other Yeah, one side to the other. Or it's so the annoying. street cleaning or whatever, the garbage. No, it's fun. just because it's some... I'm pretty some, sure it's for street cleaning. So no, you know what it is, honestly? The, the law is... Yeah. It's a property it. owner's law because one property didn't want to have cars on one side, so really. it's only fair to have cars on both sides. Uh, I could have sworn it was for so that they could clean the curbs out. No, it has nothing to do with it. They just it's just so both properties have equal time oh. with cars. Okay, I'm stopping the recording. Okay, uh, wait. Okay, well, my arms and hands, it's pain plus my depression. There it goes.
FinalCountdown.ca.